Hi there, this is Christina Bangi. And this is Frank Bangi. And welcome to our podcast, Love, Love Makes, Makes a Family. Family, Our Adventures in Adoption. Hey guys, welcome to our very first episode of our podcast. Um, so we had some feedback from our, um, what was it? Pilot uh, episode. Pilot episode or trailer. And apparently I'm a whisper mumbler. <laughs> and... Uh, but the reason that was is because we were recording off of Christina's cell phone at the time. Because, yeah. you know. You know, we're novices. We we're novices. Um, so um, we went ahead and purchased a brand new uh, microphone for podcasting off of Amazon. And it's, I think, I hope that it's better, right? I think that it's better. We've done some testing. So funny story, for about uh, an hour before we recorded this, we were searching madly around the house for the, what do you call this? It was, uh, it's the cord, but it's like not a micro USB. It's like a weird. Very special. Special? Why would they do that? You very hard I mean? to find. It was very hard to find. <laughs> so I'm pretty OCD about organization. So sometimes I organize things so well that things disappear. <laughs> she organizes them to the trash can. But I very specifically asked you, um, hey, did you throw away the box? And what'd you say? I said, I don't think I no, did. No, that's not what you said. No? You said, that's absolutely true. Possible. That's, that's possible, yeah. <laughs> but I remembered at the last minute that I saved it underneath a pile of spare throw pillows. So awesome. there we go. <laughs> yeah. And for those of you who have not been to our house, there are throw pillows. The throw pillows are going to drown us. When <laughs> I'm pretty sure that the throw pillows are taking over the house. <laughs> throw pillows are for comfort. Are they? They are. Well, okay. Don't you just feel so cozy when you can snuggle up to one? I never get to snuggle up to one <laughs> because you have all of them. You're... You use like 10 pillows when you're sleeping and when you're sitting down on the couch. So, okay. Speaking of sleeping, before we get into the adoption, um, how do I, how, how is our sleeping arrangement? Uh, what do you mean? That's a little personal pain. I'm just saying we were talking about throw pillows. <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> our sleeping arrangement is you are on one side. And you and the throw pillows take about 80% of the bed. <laughs> and I am on the corner of my side. Um, Except when Chewie comes in. Oh, yeah. I have 5% <laughs> when Chewie comes in. Um, and I'm in the corner of the bed, fetal position, um, thinking about the choices I've made in my life. <laughs> Get out of here. Just kidding. No, I love it. Anyways, on to the adoption wait, subject. Wait, wait, wait. Before we do the adoption stuff, we're uh, we're recording this on Sunday, the 28th of March. So that means it's... Ba -ba 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 -ba. Chewie's birthday. Oh, that's right. We celebrated with him all day. Happy birthday, Chewie. Uh, for those of you that didn't listen to our earlier podcast, Chewie is our baby boy doggy. Yeah, so he is two years old today. So we took him to the beach and we got him a plushy birthday cake. Yeah, man. And uh, 
He's an adult doggy now, apparently, but he's always going to be our little pup. So, <laughs> Chewy, happy birthday. He's actually sleeping underneath Christina's desk as we speak. Yes, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Okay, so we're going to get to uh, what you're all here for. Just kidding. You're gonna, <laughs> we're going to get to the adoption talk. So, um, what we wanted to do is kind of uh, walk you through you know, the steps of our adoption, we're still waiting. We're still in the um, beginning processes, really. And it's been about, how many months is it? Seven. Seven months. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. been a long time. Um, and in two months, we're going to give birth to more paperwork. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we're getting close. We're getting close. We just have, like, one more thing to do. But I wanted to... Um, we wanted to start off with the beginnings of the process, right, babe? Mm -hmm. Okay. So what would you say, because you you started us off on this path, like you mm -hmm. started all the paperwork and all that stuff. So talk us through the beginning part of the adoption process. Yeah. So the very first thing that you have to do when you are deciding to adopt is decide how you're going to adopt. And there's a lot of different ways to do that. So Craigslist, <laughs> Craigslist. That's always your joke about how you met me. Yeah, babe. I know. Yeah. Farmers only. Farmers only. <laughs> get out of here. So if anyone has a baby on Craigslist, you know, hit us up. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Totally unethical. Local pickup only. We can't shift. Um, totally joking. So some of the different ways that you can adopt is let's start from maybe the lowest price to the highest okay, price. Okay, that sounds good. Because that just... Bargain. Just kidding. It is, we are not buying a baby. That Let's just dispute <laughs> that. That is completely unethical. Two for one. <laughs> it's actually our adoption ag agency charges us time and a half if we get twins. <laughs> I know. That's, actually, guys, that is a true thing. So, it is yeah. a true thing. But um, What are the is... different ways? What are the different ways? Well, just one second, because it's considered unethical. We're, we're not actually buying a baby. Oh, okay. We are we are buying the services of the social worker to help bring us to our child. Oh, that's good. Yes. Yes. So, you know, it's really important um, in adoption. And that's one of the reasons that we chose our agency was because of the ethical values. But back to um, the probably the lowest cost option would be foster to adopt. Mm, okay. So with that option, um, you would have a child that is in foster care. You can choose the age, but you know, it's a little bit more loose. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes it would be a baby or, you know, sometimes older, older, older sometimes a sibling set. I mean, you do have a say in that. But at the end of the day, we just felt like it's very emotionally. It's it's really hard emotionally. What if you. Yeah. We're. Yeah. So we're of the mindset. What if we fall in love with the kid and all this stuff? And then all of a sudden, you know, the child has to be taken away from us because we were just the foster parents. So. Mm -hmm. And Obvious. that's the goal of foster care is always reunification. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, foster to adopt is great, but it's never the first option for those children. That's true. So would you say that we decided to foster freeze 
that part of it. <laughs> oh, you're so funny. I'm sorry. Such terrible. This dad jokes over here. He's not really even a warming dad up. Yet. Well, not even a dad yet. So <laughs> you're an expecting father. Um, Foster's Freeze is an ice cream <laughs> joint that's nearby. So this guy, so funny. Um, but if you're gonna go kind of up a step there's probably pretty equal is either international adoption or going through a nonprofit adoption agency. So if we go the international route, which I think we might do on baby number two, if, mm. <laughs> just let's kidding, get, let's get baby so one. far in the future. But if we go the international route, it's very, very difficult to get an infant. Typically, the child is already one or two years old, and that is because of um, the country's regulations yeah. and really the political climate. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes international adoptions do cost more than intended because I have heard that sometimes you have to do some bribery with the government oh, hey. and sometimes it, it just can be a little bit so dicey and, and then and you have to stay in the country. Potentially. And, yeah. It could take a lot of years. Years. Right? And we really felt like we wanted a baby. Yeah. So we don't want to get the we don't want to get the kid, and he's already smoking a cigar, reading a newspaper, eating a bagel. And it's like, hey, <laughs> I've been waiting for you. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> um, so the other option that's kind of the middle tier is what we decided to go with, which is nonprofit um, adoption, which means that the company that we work for does not make any money, but the money that we pay goes to um, advertising um, to prospective birth moms. So, you know, like billboards, pamphlets, flyers, things that they hand out. To let prospective, to, to let prospective birth mothers know that there are options for them. Exactly. Yeah. So to kind of pay for some of that advertising, to pay for the office space, the social workers' time, um, and then all of the legal documentation, home study process that we've been in. So what about medical? Do they cover that? I think they do help cover the um, birth mom's medical yeah. if she doesn't have. So essentially we're um, helping to support all of that. And I just want to take time right now to say thank you so much. We are blown away by the generosity of our family and friends. We raised over $12,000 from Wait, you guys. You're, um, you're moving forward. That's for like for the further episodes down the line. <laughs> well, I just thought right. well, of it right now. Thank you guys. Thank you very much. We love you. Yeah. So thank you so much. We are so blessed. So you guys helped us to cover a third of our adoption expenses, which is just amazing because I mean, really the cost of our adoption is just immense. And we're just so grateful that you've helped us to really take that weight off. And then, um, we did some other special things during that time, but we'll save that for later podcast. A later podcast. Stay um, tuned. Like <laughs> and subscribe. So the final way that I know of, and maybe there's more ways, but these are the main four ways. Is bribe storks. 
Well, bribing storks. Okay, I did not think about that. Yeah, yeah we'll have yeah. to really get in with the zoo animals. All our bases are covered. <laughs> um, but that it's private adoption. So oh yeah. What private adoption is, it typically costs the most money, upwards of fifty, sixty thousand dollars, depending on what state you live in, yeah. and that is where you work with, uh, you know. Lawyer. A lawyer or there are adoption consultants mm. and they help to find a birth mother um, a birth father that would help bring that child to you um, and the reason we didn't go with that apart from it's very expensive yeah. <laughs> um, was that sometimes the adoptive parents can end up paying for a lot of things. And then, um, unfortunately, there are people that have scammed the system in that way mm. is they're pregnant and then yeah. they will kind of take advantage of the adoptive parents' hospitality and then they'll decide to keep that child for their own, which is good. I'm happy for those people that yeah. do get empowered and decide to parent on their own. But for us, it was a little more anxiety producing. And of course, that could happen with the birth mom and birth dad that um, chooses us with our adoption agency now. But it just felt a little too risky, um, less checks and balances. So that's why we decided to go with um, Bethany. It's a Christian organization. We really felt like it aligned with our values. And then additionally, as we were praying about that organization, um, I was working at a job where I met a girl my same, around my same age, and she had adopted um, her boy from that same agency. And that just gave me such peace of mind and such clarity that God was really pointing us in that direction. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what I really appreciate about the, um, about Bethany is that they really work with the parents, um, the birth mothers to let them know, like, you know, there are, there are options for them. And like, they even work with them all the way up until like, birth and if they want to keep their baby they encourage that as well so i think it's a really um it's a really good organization has really good values and that's why we decided to go with them yeah and i think we've had a good experience with our training um and really every thing that that goes along there have been rough patches of course but i think that's going to be with whatever route you choose this mm -hmm. is not, adoption is not easy yeah it's very challenging um probably one of the most emotionally taxing things that i've ever been through mm -hmm. um but we know that this is the path that god has put us on that's right amen so so now that we've covered all of that what was the first step you had to do well the first step was choosing what type of adoption and the second step was choosing the adoption agency okay yeah. so those are the first couple of things mm -hmm. and then the third thing that you do after those two preliminary steps is you submit a preliminary adoption application mm -hmm. so i did that okay. um and then we had our first consult with um, our social worker, I won't say her name just for privacy purposes, yeah. um, but we had our ver very first consult with her over video chat. Uh, how do you think that went, Ben? I think it went good. It was a feeling out process for 
both of us. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, for you and I, and also for our counselor, our um, is that social what worker. Social worker. Yes. Um, also for our social worker, um, you know, getting to know them because you know, as as you can see, we're what seven months into it. Seven months into it. So mm -hmm. we're working with the the same person for seven months. We really get to know each other. So it's really important that you have, you know, that good working relationship or professional relationship. So I liked it. And actually, I had a lot of questions because, you know, we're new to adoption. And she kind of put me at ease with, you know, answering some of the questions that I had. So what were some of the questions that you did have? Um, so, yeah, so, oh, like you think of it, the first thing I could think of was price, you know. You know me, uh, Scrooge McDuck over here. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just, you know, like, uh, I wanted to know, you know, uh, how much, if we were prepared for it, you know, financially. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's the responsible thing I wanted to know. So she went over that stuff with us and mm -hmm. that really put me at ease. You know, I mean, what else were you wondering about? I was wondering about um, time frame. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to know how long it usually takes. So um, our time frame ended up shifting a little bit. Yeah. Of course, in our family, we have this joke. Everything is due to COVID, yeah, but yeah. due to COVID. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so frame this, that we started this process in the middle of COVID. Like right the beginning-ish of COVID? Yeah. So in our last episode, um, we did adopt, start the adoption process in 2020 because there was yeah. some back and forth on that. Yeah. So we did start in August of 2020 um, during the pandemic. And at the time, we were told it was going to be about a year wait once we become an active family. And then now we've been told it's about a one to two year wait. So that can be a little discouraging. But at the same time, I get to spend more time with my hunky husband. <laughs> and you know what, I really think um, it's in God's hands. It's the Lord's plan. Because yeah. we both knew like, if we were to get a baby now, would be great and we would love it but we're you know ill prepared right now um we well you just started a new job yeah i did just start a new job and then not to say that we aren't prepared because let's be honest our whole nursery is totally completed <laughs> right. i mean we have everything we need physically physically but i think just psyching ourselves up i think yeah I yeah, you know, there's always a little bit of not hesitancy, but like I just hope that I do a good job. So that's you know I think a little bit more time is great. Yeah, I think a little bit more time is good as well, just to help us. I don't know, really do things like for example, in February um, and March, it was my 29th birthday and Frank's 39th birthday coming up here hey, on Tuesday. Telling everybody how old I am. <laughs> Sorry, babe. We are a decade apart, so that's fun. But we're both millennials. <laughs> we're both millennials. Um, so I kind of came to this realization because I was like, eh, 29, like what's really special about that? And then it really hit me. This is my last year 
here in my 20s. Like I want to really live it up, have a good time, really make the most of it with my husband because Mm -hmm. this is the only time it's just me and you until we, I don't know, are empty nesters in 20 years. (laughs) So (laughs) really enjoy the waiting time. Yeah. And this is my last year in my 30s. So I really wanted to enjoy before I have to drink milk of magnesia every night and soak my old bones. Is that what you want to hear, babe? Just kidding. But on that note, we are super grateful for tuning in this episode and we hope to see you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to our podcast, Love Love Makes Makes a Family, Family. Our Adventures in Adoption. If you like what you heard and you want to hear us ramble some more, we're dropping new episodes weekly. So like and subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the fun.